What's up, junkies? Remember us? We're, We're back. back. Boom. I think we just said that at the same time. We did. That should be good. I'm Michael Larson. Audio. It'll be great audio. This is good radio already. That wasn't even on purpose. <laughs> I'm Michael Larson. Producer, host, talent, all no. the above. Producer of the show. only. Producer and host only. <laughs> um, Creator, founder, everything. False. Name, name, namer. <laughs> Anywho, um, we're back. Good new name. And big brother Jared Larson here. Talent is here. <laughs> um, back to talk college football with you guys um, because we realize it's been a while. It's and been we're like in five that, months. It's been, yeah. We made lots of empty promises. Uh, so <laughs> we're thinking about running for uh, somewhere in politics. Yep. Uh, in the near future. It'll fit perfectly. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, boom, zinger right off the bat. Sports versus politics, people. Yeah. yeah. Stick um, to sports, bro. Yeah. Um, and Eat shit and die, people. So we're going to go on that <laughs> right now. We're going to go back to the beginning because Jared and I promised a college football bull pick for all you junkies out there. That's going to happen this year, I promise. And more empty promises. It um, definitely is going to happen. But we're at that time of the year where <clears throat> nothing exciting is happening. Um, Jared and I will talk a little bit later about things that have been occurring lately, but we're going to go back to the end of the college football season because we didn't have an opportunity to do that. Nope. Uh, life happened. Um, as you guys can all imagine, holidays are pretty hard to get together. And I did have a baby. And he did have a baby, but that didn't, also the baby was a lot younger earlier in the year when we were recording the show. But, yeah, that's right. So that argument. Uh, we, we tried to record one and he was like sleeping or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had the baby monitor right there. Yeah, it didn't work. Um, so... Here we are, and we are going to talk about, one, the bowl season, somewhat, I mean. Okay. And then, really, basically, by bowl season, we're going to talk about the national championship game. I mean, we could talk about the playoff games. If I, have I know to, you want to talk about Auburn-UCF, because I know you got some. When I, so, like, being out in this community now, and people are like, oh, where'd you go to school? And I'm like, I went to Auburn. And they kind of give me this, like highbrow look like hey, I went to UCF and then they like look at me and like nod their head and I want to just be like congratulations dude you won more than six games for the first time in like a decade no, so hey, now that Scott Frost my boy Blake Bortles. now that Scott Frost is gone you guys will return to like I, I think I'm pretty sure I said it on our last show huge letdown spot for Auburn I think I even prognosticated that we would lose outright if I remember correctly mm-hmm. we both did Horrible letdown spot. You literally were in that stadium two weeks prior in what amounted to a national quarterfinal game. You got your guts ripped out, and then you got to come back in and play a team where this is their Super Bowl. And that's where... Got everything. Yeah, it's it's, it's everything they're playing for. And I I don't want to disrespect UCF and say they're terrible. They obviously went undefeated for a reason. Mm -hmm. And college, I would contend that motivation is probably half uh, of the results that are dictated. And that's, that's how it came out. So... Um. Yeah, I mean, whatever. You Like I said, I'm just sick of hearing about it from these <laughs> fans. So as much as I hate it, them in Wisconsin, for whatever reason, really get under my skin when they're fans. <laughs> and we always play them in bowl games, too. Our bowl record since... Gus has won the last, one bowl like, game. Our bowl record since early 2000s is awful. Yeah. We basically either win the national championship... Or don't exist. Or lose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or lose in our bowl games. And I mean, I will. I think UCF is. This has been a huge step for the program, and and national recognition, and definitely moving in the right direction with continuing to 
Scott Frost was so perfect for that school yep. that they I mean they needed a guy like him to come in and give their their football team an identity that never existed under O'Leary at all. Yeah, um, O'Leary. But that's what I'm saying. So like this is really that's UCF of the past. I think Scott Frost turned you know the the new page of what UCF football is going to be going down the line. And we've talked about this numerous times about the talent that's in the Central Florida area. Jeez, um, talent facilities. I mean, they got there's a thousand there's hundred thousand kids that go there. Right, they're gonna the infrastructure get. is in place. Mm-hmm. So, and no. it's very different than, in my opinion, very different than USF. Yes, which I kind of always thought would take off, but then no on-campus stadium, no facilities. I mean, there's a bunch of differences between because because Southwest Florida has plenty of talent as mm-hmm. well. Exactly. Um, so it'll be. I think UCF will be fine, but um, so that was obviously a letdown for us. But like you said, we both kind of had a feeling going into that game, and. Mackenzie Milton, if any of you know me and have talked to me, I think he's the real deal at quarterback position. Um, Sucks for him. Yeah. Moves from Hawaii to go to UCF to play for Scott Frost, and then uh, Scott Frost's like, ah, see you, pal. Yeah. I'm going to Nebraska. So we'll see what happens there. Who knows? Maybe good grad transfer down the line. He's like a – isn't he a true freshman? He's a sophomore. This was his sophomore season, I believe. All right. So, yeah, I mean, you're kind of – yeah, it could if, if, if things feed. in Nebraska don't work out. But that's a totally different thing we can talk about later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because before we get to the coaching carousel, we have to talk about what happened in the bowl games. So, playoff games. Um, I thought the playoff the two the playoffs were, were great this year. The first one was the Georgia Oklahoma game was really good. Oh yeah, then there was a the Bama Clemson was a merc job. Yeah. Like. It, I'm showing twenty four to six, but I remember that not being that close. Mm-hmm. It was like that up, was up early. Yeah. Up um, early and often and just imposing their will. But yeah, the, the Georgia Oklahoma game was fantastic. Back and forth. One back, number one draft pick, uh, Baker Mayfield out Unbe- there balling. Unbelievable. Um That's we might have to do that one next week. <laughs> really, I mean, that was a fun game to watch. Just two teams out there just laying it on the line. Georgia came up down the stretch. From what he did this season is absolutely phenomenal. As a true freshman. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, his brother just committed to Auburn. He's a tight end. Anyway. War Eagle. Um, shameless plug. Um, the championship game, super total honesty time. I, I came, bet Bama. Yeah. Same. I bet Bama like every which way. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet him live. I got him hardcore at halftime. Yeah, I doubled down big time. So did I. Live, halftime, like over second half, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I fell asleep. I did not. At going into the fourth quarter and woke up at two a.m. to highlights. Oof. And I was like, what? And no, I fell asleep at halftime. Yeah. I had no idea that Tua Tagovailoa went in the football game. That's what we watched it in bed, and I told Haley when he ripped that strike to win the game. I said, "You've seen the last of Jalen Hurts." She's like, "What do you mean? Like he is done? Yeah, at it's Alabama, over. he's." They were down thirteen nothing. They were getting their ass beat in the first half, and Tua comes in and was ripping strikes <laughs> in the second half, and then overtime, George kicks the field goal, which and uh, Blankenship hit a deep one. Mm-hmm. I think the it was goggles. like 50-something yards. Like, yeah. it was long. So Earned I, that scholarship. I thought he was going to miss, so he makes. 
Tua takes that ugly sack on first down, like 19-yard loss or whatever. Bama's, Everyone thought that was ball game. Well, cause, right, because Bama's kicker's uh, problems have Head been case. well documented. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, shit. Because, right, remember, I bet him first game, game, half, <laughs> live, all this stuff. And I'm like, if they won by three, I hit the nuts of everything. So I'm like, if they score a touchdown here, it's perfect. Like the coin toss for overtime, everything worked out perfectly. And then Tua takes that sack. I'm like, <laughs> and then the very next play just drops just a dime. Rope. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh boy. And uh, like I said, that's he's. I mean, I had heard some bammers saying calling for him like October and even into early October. So yeah, Jalen Hurts is out. Two is in. There was talk when the kid stepped foot on campus that he was going to start. Yeah, over Jalen, a guy that had just. Ta- I mean, that just tells you this guy. Jalen Hurts had just taken Alabama to the national championship and won them that game. I was going to say, won them the game with that run. Yeah. And um, he, this kid that hasn't played a single down of college football is going to – everyone's wanting him to play over Jalen. Yeah. I was like, are you, are you kidding? But, I mean, obviously everyone was showing why uh, Alabama fans wanted that to happen. Um so that was the national championship. Yeah, but Bama won again. Bama did win again. Yeah, so all you like fans out there that complain about losing to your rivals. Florida, Florida State. Yeah, like, <laughs> just zip it. Florida our State our worst rival has literally been a dynasty for 10 years. And oh, by the way, we just watched our two most hated rivals play for the national championship. Yep, who we beat in the regular season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, so that was fun. Um. Yeah, I'm just reliving the pain right now. Yeah, the two teams. I mean, you're sitting there watching the game. You're like, I, I don't want either team to win. Yeah. I mean, if you're like, if that's like being an Ohio State fan and watching Penn State, Penn State, and, and Michigan. Yeah, play, play for, for a national championship. Like, correct. It's insane. <laughs> it's incredibly painful. Yeah, it just doesn't happen anywhere. That's the only league it happens in. Mm-hmm. Um. So. That was national championship game, so we just recapped you guys on that just a couple weeks late. You're welcome. Um, just to bring that back to the forefront. Then there was another fun activity, which always cracks me up when the decision of 18-year-old kids affects how grown men feel for about two to three days. Um, uh, yeah, signing day. Signing day. The Twitter warriors Yeah, of just, come out. And people win or lose national championships based upon their recruiting classes, which is always a, a it's stupid. But even I mean I guess with the exception of number one, which is always Alabama. Um, but I will say this year was rather anticlimactic, Jared, because because early signing period. early signing period. Yeah, um, I agree. which I think I, that's going to be a. a th- Trend, a theme, whatever you want to call it. Well, yeah, because I mean, think about it. As a senior, you kind of want to. Yeah, these kids want to get it, especially the top level guys. Yeah, just lock it up and. Yeah, it'll still signing day will still be a big deal for the mid level mm-hmm. programs, but for the top ends, it's the for the Georges of the world. Yeah, well, and I I say this too, it, it will even the field when it comes to recruiting because schools like, you know, your your Alabamas, your Ohio States, your Georgias, your USC's. And, you know, these sorts of schools, these top dogs that are always at the top of the list, you know, if you're, I'll use Minnesota, for example. If you're in Minnesota 
and you got this three star and then maybe a four star you offered who's kind of might be a three star on rivals four star on scout you know he's yeah. a yeah. he's a hybrid so we'll say three and a half row the boat um he you know say he's verbally committed in the old system he's verbally committed to uh minnesota this whole time and then on signing day Whoop. this guy ahead of him that he thought was going to go to michigan or you know michigan sitting there and they, the guy they thought they were going to get goes somewhere else goes somewhere else yeah though then they call him and say hey do you want to come here we got a scholarship for you yeah we, yeah i do bro and then these middle of the road teams get just left empty-handed because they can't call yeah down they, the they're, ladder. As they, they're not the trickle-down effect doesn't work yeah eventually you just run out of people I mean, unless they wanted to call me, but hey, you know. Um, Mike Estelle has four years of eligibility uh, left for everybody. I do. Um, I will uh, go to grad school. He'll happily drop everything. Yeah. Including his wedding. Yeah, including everything. <laughs> just for you. Just for you. Just for you, Fleck. So if you're out there, PJ. Yeah. Love me, please. <laughs> um, so, surprise, surprise, we hinted towards it. Um, Alabama, number one. Ohio State, number two. If anyone's surprised that Urban Meyer and... Who are you going by? 24-7? Well, 24-7. Where uh, are you on? Yeah, Rivals? You're a big 24-7 guy. I, I, I just like 24-7 a little bit more, personally. But Well, that's why he's the he's the host, folks, and I'm the talent. I'm on Rivals. Rivals is just... it's eh. <laughs> Doesn't do it for me. And, but for you me. can say... So Georgia got one on Rivals, right? Yeah. I mean, Georgia, due to the... It says that they have eight five-stars. Five stars. What does 24-7 say? Six. Do they have a different amount of five stars? I just counted them up. There's, Sorry. There's 33. Hold on one second. Georgia got some dudes Hold this on year. You looking at a different year there, pal? Here's the thing, guys. The football season was 2017, but the recruiting class uh, was 2018. Uh, 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 uh. So I apologize. Suck it, Alabama. You're not number one. Georgia, number one with seven five stars. Yeah, this says eight, but still. they. I mean, dude, loaded. Crushed. Loaded. But I was right and, with number two. Ohio State. Ohio State. That's what I have. USC. I got I got Tom Herman and the Hook'em Horns at three. I got him at four. So the, the Rose Bowl War continues. That was the most hyped up, disappointing game of the football season. I will. I'm just going to throw that out there. Texas versus USC. Oh, yeah. Everyone was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, the rematch." Yeah. I'm like, these kids were younger. I, I was. Say, how old was I? You were like ten. That was 2005. Yeah. Yeah, that was ten. So these kids were like, not born. Well, they were born. 2000. They were like so nine. Old. Seniors were nine, eight or nine years old. Yeah, dude. Matt Liner wasn't playing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not like a rivalry. Yeah. Vince Young's out They played, they played one Russell. good game. Yeah, they played one good game. It's not a rivalry. Yeah. It's not an ongoing thing. They played one good game. It was a legendary game. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but, no, and, and all those guys but are, they haven't played since then, probably, right? That was the first time they played yeah, since then. So it's like, That's what I mean. Um, so, in that ranking, you know, is there a team that you were shocked by? And you can go all the way down, but you know, is there a team that you're like, holy crap, like, nice work? Not really. It's pretty much the blue bloods of college football. College football. I mean, I, Nebraska, 21, not surprising. Uh, I would say impressed at the work Scott Frost and squad was, was able, able to do yeah. in six weeks or whatever it was. I mean, it's there's no name here. Even Maryland is the only one in the top 30 that I'm even moderately surprised by. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, well, they were really, really far back at the man. start of signing day. Maryland was. And then they crushed. Yeah, and then they just got after it. Like, I mean, that's a hotbed, so I mean, there's a ton of talent there. I'm not surprised that they're able to get kids. But, yeah, I mean, I'm looking down this list, and it's like, okay, this is kind of what I would expect mm-hmm. in, in some form or fashion. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. Do I want to say – I'm Clemson's been in the top three or four really the last couple of years, and they slipped to eight on my list. But I guess that's the other thing, too. Like, part of that is, hey, dude, if I've been in a top three recruiting class for the last three or four years, kids aren't going to want to go there because they want to play. Mm-hmm. It's going to be all stacked up. So, you know, there tends to be some ebb and flow with these recruiting classes. Teams go up into the top couple, they get a couple nice classes, and then they fall back into the low single digits and, and teens. Yeah, it's like, I mean, people, I remember everyone's like, oh, Alabama had the number six class. Yeah, I'm like, like yeah, they're, who they're cares? fine. Yeah, like, yeah. Exactly. Just fill in the cupboards with, with groceries. Yeah. Miami at eight, I was impressed with. Um, you know, they just continued to mark. I think Rick just, is a fantastic yeah. coach for that spot. Um, FSU getting up to 11 with everything that happened there um, and with Taggart. Willie. Yeah, he was just down here in Orlando. Um, I, don't, I don't doubt that Willie can recruit. That's just can he coach. Can he coach. Um, That's the Gene Chizik conundrum. A little bit of a, a fun play on words here. LSU at 15, Oregon at 16. <laughs> I it, it honestly baffles me. That he's able to, and now granted, in the state of Louisiana, I was gonna say, dude, I'll, you don't I'm, have to recruit. I'm gonna click on there. They got 22 kids. You walk around with LSU I on your chest, you, and they all come in. I bet you 15 of them are from the state of Louisiana. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen of 22 are from the state of Louisiana, and yeah. then Texas, New York, actually. Brooklyn, that's weird. Mississippi. They have football in Brooklyn? Yeah. Where are the fields? <laughs> they just pack them in there. There's just not big stands and huge parking lots. <laughs> that's really the primary difference. People ride the train. Uh, Gimbo Fisher, his first recruiting class at Texas A&M, finishes off at number 17. Uh, Jimbo. I, I, that is one of the weirdest moves. Does Did the checks clear? That's what Jimbo's asking. Yeah. He doesn't care about what kids do and don't sign. He just wants to make sure those checks keep clashing. My boy my boy Willie Muschamp slowly, slowly climbing that ladder. That'll be fine. That division, yeah. that side of the conference is such garbage. He'll be... Florida still can't figure it out. I had a Dan the Man, though. Once again, we'll get to... We kind of hinted on it. So Dan Mullen, I mean, do you like that move? I mean, Florida at 18, they should be recruiting at such a higher level. Well, he they lost a lot of kids under, with McElwain. Like How? Every kid was decommitting. There was a stretch there. I won't forget. Like You went on Twitter, and it was like so-and-so opens up recruitment. That's just To me, that's mind-blowing because I'm like, everyone talked about how, how much of a dumbass the guy was, and then they fire him, and all these kids go running for the hills. Like, I don't. Did they get a quarterback? Yep. Uh, yes. Emery Jones. He flipped on signing day. Because they weren't, weren't they in the mix for um, Justin Fields? I believe so. And then he obviously signed with Georgia. Mm-hmm. Emery Jones. Who's, I'll be interested to see who the quarterback is. And we'll I know a, they tried to swoop in late on Joey Gatewood uh, up in Jacksonville. 
But Joey Kaywood's been committed to Auburn, I think, since 2005. d Since he was born. That's right. (laughs) Uh, Which I heard he had a shit spring game, but... We he's young. Here's the thing. I no no. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. I will save it for when we talk about spring football at the end here, because we're we're coming up on our time. We're at like 20 minutes right now. All right, I don't want to keep talk about forever. We're gonna talk about coaches recruiting people. Go on rivals. Let me let me say one thing real quick. Mike is a big recruiting guy. I'm a I'm less not a recruiting. huge recruiting guy. I'm it, less of John a Grayson. Guy. If John Grayson is listening right now, that guy is ha- uh, he deleted his Twitter account because it affected how much seeing what high schoolers tweeted about different schools. Made him highly upset and stressed him out. I do, I do, really get angry when people say University of Auburn. Like, oh. I'm happy to get an offer from University of Auburn. I'm like, dude, just read the letter they sent you. It says Auburn University at the top. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard. AU. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Um, yeah. Or, or 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 when they're committing, like on the games they put the hat on, the University of Auburn. I'm Don't like, forget oh. the University of LSU. <laughs> that was my favorite one of all time. Um, a little a little Big Ten love here, Jared. This this goes up your alley too. Gophers, Hawkeyes. Twenty. Are we going to talk about? Are we going to talk about a three star from Council Bluffs? No, 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 an no, no. Yeah. Line? Gophers actually got three, four stars. They did okay, yeah. but here we are. Well, that's I mean, I one of them's from IMG from Bradenton down here. Um, three, twenty-three, three stars. Hawkeyes twenty-one, three stars. Badgers coming in with the forty-fourth best class. So Hawkeyes and Gophers. What did I say about PJ Fleck? Yeah, he can recruit. Yeah, it's just why they, if we that's got exactly what I said. He's going to get a bunch of. He's going to get a bunch of three stars in there. And he's going to hopefully get him to play like four stars. And then and in that league, and especially in that division. Well, with Scott Frost in the picture now, things are about to... That's, that's true. That's about that's to be fair. Nebraska's division that's to fair. lose every year. That's fair. Um, but, I, I mean, but okay, I, I mean, you can compete. Mm-hmm. And if you're only really concerned about one team, then fine. I mean, yeah. I just don't... That's where I... And Kevin and I have talked about this before, but, like, Minnesota fans need to realize... What program they are like? Yeah. Hey, if we win nine or ten games, that's a great season. Yeah, which, I agree. Which they can do in that league with kids playing at four star level. A hundred percent. So we're talking coaches now. No, yeah, I gotta get over there. Um, obviously, the big one, and we, we kind of hinted it earlier. Scott Frost going to Nebraska. Kevin Sumlin, Arizona. Um, mm. part of me was hoping like Rich Rod would somehow end up at West Virginia and some. Form or fashion again? Nope. Um, Dana Holgerson, my boy, is still there. Yeah. Jared wants to sit at some saloon with that guy yes. and just talk about life yeah. and all of its mysteries. Yep. Um, but and I, I had these conversations with Luke early on in the season, and this was if you look at that Nebraska job, it was an absolute no brainer. Now, I know early why? on. Well, okay. Just hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. You have to say why. I'm going to. I just said it's a no-brainer, and then I was going to get into it. But you got to let me finish talking before you ask me questions. Okay, paso. All right, producer. Um, one, I get, you know, the whole thing, he's from there. Oh, is the pressure too much? Is it this? Is it that? If he went to Florida like everyone thought he was going to after the first week, the pressure would have been the same at just Florida as yeah. it would have been in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Two. Played there, great success there, knows what it takes to win there. Three, 
different environment. But it's yeah. a different environment now. But you, when he went back, I mean, he's talked about some things that he's going to instill, which is true. Nebraska realized their fault when they got rid of Bo Pelini that you got to have a guy that plays hard nosed football up there. Now, sure, everyone thinks, oh, Frost runs a spread. That's a hard nosed spread offense, and they're going to run it down your throat. Yeah, and they're going to get after you on defense. But the third thing is. As horrible as it is, and we've talked about it during the show, you have to be a Power 5 team to get in the playoff. Yeah. It's that simple. And if you think about what the Big Ten West, or whatever the heck it used to be called, legends, legends or leaders. Leaders. Um, dip, dip some balls. <laughs> yeah, so stupid. Um, the Big Ten West, who do you have to beat? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That's, That's it. it. And then occasionally you draw an Ohio State or a Michigan or a Penn State. Yeah. Or a Michigan State. So you're going to get either two, which at least two of those four. Which yeah. you may or may not get at home. Exactly. Now, you got to watch out for your sleeper games like Northwestern. Yeah, but that's not... But, if you're talking about infrastructure. Right. You have to win one game inside of that division, essentially, to go mm-hmm. to the Big Ten Championship. And then you get a shot again at the Big Dog. While the guys in the East are all just beating the living piss out of each other, mm-hmm. you're over here just playing ball... And you got a, ch- a great chance every single year of going to the playoff. Every I, single year. I can make the same case for Florida as currently constituted. But Eastern Divi- East side. Yeah. You got but I'd rather play Wisconsin than Georgia. I'd rather play Wisconsin at Nebraska than Georgia at Florida. And then also I'd rather play eh, I'd rather play Ohio State than playing Alabama in the conference championship. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Or any, insert any team from that, the whatever it's called, the Big Ten East, than I would from the SEC West. If you're getting, because like even with, I mean, you could say Auburn, obviously, but if we're in the SEC championship game, that means we're having a great year. Mm-hmm. So like the team that comes out of the West is going to be either good football team. playing really well or undefeated. Yeah. Um, I agree. So. That's my Scott Frost thoughts. I think it was a good move for him. I, I, I'm excited to see what happens there because you're starting to see these teams that were great when we were young and like the Miamis are coming back. The you know Alabama's been back. Georgia's on the rise. State. Um, Michigan. Eh, Michigan's questionable right now. Michigan is. Um, Ohio State, Penn State, USC. Yeah, the Blue Bloods. Yeah, I mean, like those teams that you want. Like, and we'll see what Chip Kelly does at UCLA. There's yeah. another name. Um, if he can get UCLA back I think he's to being a perfect a, college coach. Yeah. Because um, he can out, you can't out scheme people in the NFL. I no. think you can out scheme people in college. Correct. So, Especially in that division or in that conference, rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the Pac 12 where everyone's running yeah, it. He's just going to get some dudes that can fly and he doesn't have to ask him. To, He's just asked him to come across town now. I didn't even have to ask him to mm-hmm. come up to Eugene, Oregon. I, I want to say one thing. You do about, have to wear Under Armour, though. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's hysterical because he's got it. That was a conversation for a while because he had s- such a good relationship with Phil Knight. <laughs> Serious. Well, what's Phil Knight going to pay him $10 million a year to send him Well, and like? Scott Frost is in an Adidas school now. So, I mean, and that was that's his boy. Like That's why UCF got rebranded and everything. They were a Nike school, but then it was like, pfft. They got all this stuff because Knight loves Frost. So maybe Nebraska will go. Maybe. Um, another, I thought it was going to happen. 
I thought. I was like, you're telling me in one conference I am going to have Ed Orgeron, Nick Saban, and as great conference room people. They're like, you know, just intense people. Oh, Lane. Well, maybe the Lane, (laughs) but I thought Mike Leach was going to come from Washington State to Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I thought I was... Saying my prayers every single night that Leach was going to come to Tennessee because I would love... He was going to. And then the fan base is like, no. Oh, God, yeah. I forgot about all that thing where they just like turned away everyone. Yeah. Because they hired... Uh, Pruitt. Well, they ended up From hiring Alabama. Pruitt, but they... Um, Rutgers. Yeah, Shiano. Greg Shiano. And they ran him out because he was a, a GA yeah, in, so at Penn State, Penn State with uh, Sandusky. Because, you know, he was holding the kids down in the showers. Unbelievable. We have video evidence. Yeah. Like, he just ran a guy out. Well, our buddy K.K. Clay spearheaded that one. He was all over it. (laughs) What a mush. What a mush that guy is. (laughs) Uh, Um, Who else? Matt Luke at Ole Miss. Poor bastard. Falling on the grenade. Yeah, he's... That's one of those that... I think Lane's coming. When it's all over. Yeah. Yeah. Once the last knife has been he, pulled out he, of he, Matt yeah. Luke's yeah. carcass. Yeah. <laughs> the buzzards have flown away. <laughs> but Lane just signed a 10-year deal at FAU. He's going to be there forever. Yeah. He's never leaving, guys. <laughs> didn't Like he didn't leave Tennessee. Yeah. yeah see ya. <laughs> Overnight. See ya. Yeah, see ya, pal. Uh, Chad Morris at Arkansas, I actually like. They mm-hmm. finally got rid of that fat pig. From SMU? Uh, correct. I'm t- well, I'm talking about. I know you're talking about people, but I'm actually sad that I won't be able to yell at him anymore. I can't yeah. wait till he goes to the Hawkeyes and you can't cheer for him anymore. I know. I'm for be, how much you I'm hate him, I'm gonna be so sad. It'll tear tear me up. <laughs> He's that. I did steal that idea from Kevin. I do think he'll end up there. He's got that Hawkeye tattoo. The problem is, Kirk Ferentz is like a cockroach. Never dies. Just. Stays alive. <laughs> you flush uh, him. You flush him down yeah, the toilet, and then three years up. later, he can. <laughs> you play. Rose Bowl. You play to win the games at Arizona State. The, that is the most atrocious. No he didn't even know what their mascot was. He doesn't know anything, dude. He's like seventy. You think he's gonna know how to? He Twitter with all these last, kids. They don't have a clue. Last time he coached football was like over a decade. It's like fifteen years yeah. ago. Yeah, dude, it's done. It's done. It's so it's stupid. Done. So he's basically a disciplinarian, and then they kept the offensive and defensive coordinators, I believe. But I think the D Which coordinator was mean. like, "I'm out. Like this is so stupid," and he left. So now Herm's well, got to find a DC. Have. Yeah. Um, I think that pretty much is all the main. I'm looking at the Mario Cristobal oh, at, at Oregon. <laughs> that, Mario, once, this the, Mario, this is the major leagues, pal. This isn't uh, FIU. When when Taggart left, I, I stopped paying attention to who was going to Oregon. That football program is reeling right now because they were relevant. Chip and then nothing. Uh, what's his face? Um, Marcus Mario was Helfrich, a head coach. Helfrich. Mark Helfrich. And yeah. then Willie. And now, Mario. Yeah, like, I mean, talk about a fall from grace. Like, yeah. national championship five years ago. No, they were in the playoffs. Playoffs? Four years ago, right? Against, mm-hmm. And they beat the living daylights out of Florida State. Uh, Josh Heupel here at UCF. Yeah, South Dakota hero. I have no idea what Josh Heupel's like. He was, he was getting groomed to be the, the head coach at Oklahoma. Yeah, I know. And then... 
and then uh, Stoops needed somebody to fall on the sword. He said, you boy. Yeah, and so he went to Oklahoma State with my boy Mason Rudolph. And then Bob left. Which, if you guys listened to the show this year, you know I was in a love-hate relationship with the Cowboys. Every time I took the Cowboys, they blew it, and every time I said they weren't going to cover, they blew it. I don't know any of these other idiots. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the main ones. Yeah, some of these people aren't even, like, clickable. (laughs) It must be bad. Apparently Kent State doesn't have a head coach yet. It appears that way. Paul Hayes left, and there's... Nobody left. <laughs> no one to be found. Georgia Southern. Yeah, that's it. That was all. Yeah. Um, so, we're at the 32-minute mark. Perfect. So, we're going to talk about my favorite thing in the world. Oh, boy. And that I is... like you. Spring football. Stupidest thing ever invented. Yeah. The end. The, it I don't just, think it's stupid. I, I don't think it's stupid that they do it. I think it's stupid that they gallivanted out there for like the fans to. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's fun it's for like the exactly the a day game. I get it, but like these televised things, and it just cracks me up because everyone's like, "Oh, our quarterbacks look so bad, and this looks bad, and this looks bad." I'm like, one. I'm, I'm gonna speak for the Auburn game. One. These kids are 18 years old. I ain't talking about. Our offense is built upon the quarterback having the option to run the football. Yeah. Which so, you're not going to do in a scrimmage. Correct. Two, Gus Malzahn isn't out here trying to impress anyone. He's going to keep this black and white. He's going to run five plays. He's going to see if they can do the, the base plays of every single offense. So this is the way it works, especially with Auburn's offense, is you have... Ten plays, and off of those ten plays is your entire playbook, essentially. Mm-hmm. You run counters, you run all of this stuff out of those ten plays and those ten motions. So, what we're going to do in the spring game is we're just going to run those ten plays because if you can't get those ten plays right, yeah. you can't run anything else. So, and the defense is going to look great because like, if you yeah, what sniff was the, the final quarterback, score? they're sacked. Like 12-6? Yeah. Well, and and I By the way, Junior Carlson was nuking. Yeah, he's got a, the the iron legs run in the family. Um, Younger brothers are always less, uh, more can, inferior he, than older brothers, though. Yeah, so Jared had to stop himself halfway through there because he <laughs> was going to say how the, the older, the younger <laughs> brother once. was better. Shame on you! Fool me twice. <laughs> Wait, you ain't gonna fool me again. You ain't gonna fool me again. Now watch me hit this drive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we need to stop these terrorist killings. Now watch me hit this drive. <laughs> That's one of the greatest interviews in the history of ever. Chugs uh, and Natty Light. Yeah, that one, and uh, I always love the way he would, Operation Iraqi Freedom. <laughs> like just the way he does it every time. Um, but we got totally off track there. Um, I loved everyone's reactions. Like we said, you know, we're around here, so the Florida game. It reminded me of Gus's first spring game when yeah, the final score was drooling. like 78 to, like to 64. Yeah, 86. Yeah, because you're just out there just nuking the ball down the yeah. field. Well, because he's got Yeah, that's that's why he's there. Well, I was going to say, and part of that is it's his first spring game. It's the first time the fans have seen him. He wants to be like, yep, we're here. We're going to score points. Mm-hmm. You're giving me all this money for a good reason. Okay. Dan the man. Yeah, and then... We'll see how it actually works. But this that's, is Gaines Vegas. Well, I, I mean, that's the other it. thing, too. You can totally stack those 
sides Mm -hmm. to where it's like, all right, we're putting all the first teamers here, putting all the third teamers over here, and uh, guess what? The offense is the first team, and third team is defense. It's like scout kids, like preferred walk-ons. Get in there and just take it in the teeth. Yeah. It was – so I just – spring football cracks me up because we just are waiting for football. Well, I was going to say it's because people are just so horny for, <laughs> like, the real thing. Like, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. But June, I think Phil Steele's magazine is early part of June comes out. Mm-hmm. So Jared and I will be hitting that book hard. We'll be locked in. Getting the for about a going. month, month or two. Yeah, and then Mike is getting married like an idiot. Yeah. I'm doing it before football season, though. So that's what matters. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's that's pretty much the show there. That's, I, that's I our heard recap. we can start doing live podcasts. So I think I'm going to have a sick setup over here. I think you should just start coming over on Saturdays. On Saturdays? We can watch the games together. Oh, you mean just like live streaming it? Yeah. Or us watching football? Yeah. Okay. And talking. And talking. I don't talk when I watch football. You know that. Locked in constantly. No, you do. You definitely do. Nah. Yes, I only talk when I talk plays. smack to Brad. In between plays, you, you talk. Yeah. I'll give you that. So. We got to get Brad on too. Lots of things coming down the funnel here. Uh, we'll see. This probably we're gonna try and maybe do like a once a month thing here, just to keep fresh because it's. Oh, I thought you meant during the season. I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, in the season we'll get back to regular form, but just to touch base and say hello, we still are alive. Touch base, checking in. Uh, what other work buzzwords can I say? Spearhead. Spearhead. Streamline. Uh, pre-meeting, meeting. Uh, call about a meeting about a call. Yeah. Um, itinerary. Yeah. Let's get together. Let's touch base. Get an itinerary. I'll have my people reach out to your people. Oh. <laughs> Work stuff. Yeah, that's right. Mike used to always bust my balls about it, and now... No, that's all I do. Hurts. But that's going to do it. Brad's not playing tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. There's there's your Tampa Bay Rays update. Tampa Bay Rays update. And that's talking Follow baseball. Follow me on Twitter. I got I got hot picks. Yeah, so there you go. At, un- I did at it. pigs get underscore junkies. That's right. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, people. Subscribe to the the pod, um, Podbean. We're now in Podbean. Yeah, working you on getting still that get whole it thing all set up. Same places. Yep. So that's gonna do it for this weekday month edition of Pigskin Junkies. See you in June. Yeah, we'll see you when we see you, or talk to you when we talk to you, because this is a podcast. That's right. See ya. See ya. <laughs>